Hallelujah. How many thankful you feel the presence of Jesus? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. It is so good to be in the house of the Lord on this Sunday afternoon. Amen. We want to say a great big welcome to all of our guests and our visitors. Amen. Let's give them a hand all across this house. Amen. If you could turn in your Bibles, the book of Luke chapter 15 and beginning in verse number one, like at this time to dismiss our Sunday school students and our teachers. Everybody say God bless our Sunday school kids and God bless our Sunday school teachers. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15 and verse number one. Amen. Luke chapter 15 and verse number 1. Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. Now, you got to understand how they were saying that. That was not a compliment. That was an insult. But that sure was a compliment to Jesus. Amen. I thank God that he still receives sinners and he still spends time eating with them. Amen. And the Bible says, and he spake a parable unto them, saying, What man of you, having an hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it? And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and his neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance." Either what woman, having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle, sweep the house, and seek diligently until she find it? And when she hath found it, she calleth her friends and her neighbors together, and say, saying, Rejoice with me, for, the, for I have found the piece which I had lost." Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. Skipping down to verse number 22. But the father said to his servants, this is when his son that was lost came home and said, Father, let me just be one of your hired servants. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. That is his mentality. But I want to tell you what the father's mentality was. The father said to his servants, bring forth the mediocre robe, the one with the patches and the holes, the one befitting of his failures and his mistakes. Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand, the authority of the family, and shoes upon his feet. And bring hither the fatted calf, the one we've been feeding for this reason, and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. 
For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry or to rejoice. Luke 15, verse 32. Just skipping down. One last verse for you here today. His son, his other son, comes and goes, Why is this such a big deal? Why do we got to do this? You never threw any party for me. And he said, Everything I had was yours. You could have thrown a party with your friends anytime you wanted to. And he says, It was me. Or it was, it was important. It was something that was right. It was just. It was just that we should make merry, that we should rejoice and be glad. For this thy brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. When he finds the one sheep, he comes with it on its shoulders rejoicing and finds some friends and says, let's have a celebration. Let's have a party. Rejoice with me. When the woman loses her piece of silver and finds it, she comes back rejoicing and says, let's get a party going for I have found that which was lost. Rejoice with me. And when the son came home, the father said, let's, let's throw a little celebration. Let's have a little party and let's celebrate together because that which was lost is found. Amen. I think we ought to give the Lord a hand clap of praise that that's the kind of God that we serve. And I want to I preach to us for a few moments on this subject. Party when you find it. Party when you find it. Would you set down your Bibles and let's lift up our hands and let's celebrate here today. Let's rejoice. Let's be merry in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Come on, there's some folks in this house. You came with the expectation that you were going to mourn and that you were going to have, uh, amen, another day of condemnation and of shame and of guilt. But I want us to celebrate in the house of the Lord here today. I want us to celebrate, hallelujah, because of what the Lord has done and what the Lord is doing and what the Lord is going to do in this place. I pray, Lord, that you'd bless us, that you would help us in Jesus' wonderful name let's give the lord a hand clap of praise hallelujah hallelujah amen turn to your neighbor and tell him party when you find it amen god bless you you may be seated amen amen we are living amen in a time in which they are trying to make it more difficult for you and I to lose things. And I thank God for that. How about you? They've got Apple tags that you can put on random things to help you find it. Anybody uh, have an iPhone in the house of the Lord? Amen. Most of you are saved. The rest of you are going to pray for you. Uh, but, you know, apostolic, praise God. But for my Android brothers and sisters, we'll pray for you. Praise God. I'm kidding. But... Even on, even on those uh, lesser than uh, people, no, I'm kidding, I'm joking, uh, there is a find your phone feature with GPS tracking that will help you when you don't know where it is. Hey, Ben, anybody thankful for those kinds of things? Praise God. They help you to locate 
the last place in which it was. And everybody that's ever lost something knows it's always in the last place that you left it. Don't you love that? It never gets up and moves from where you left it. But the biggest problem is it feels like it grew feet and walked away from the last place that I remember leaving it. Now, I know there's two groups in the house of the Lord. There's the group in the house of God that's like myself that we just don't lose anything because it never leaves our brain where it is until somebody decides that they could find a better place for it to go. And all the married folks, we had a great marriage weekend to stare straight ahead. Amen. I, I know there's some folks in the house of the Lord that they knew exactly where they put their keys until somebody thought that there would be a better place for the keys to go, a more logical place. But let me tell you about those of us that maybe are disorganizationally organized. Uh, it was there, and uh, I knew exactly where it was because it was right next to that other thing that I put right next to where it was. And, and now they're both missing, and I don't know where they went. And there's nothing more frustrating for that kind of person to feel like you put it there, you left it there, and you remembered where it was, and now you can't find it. And hallelujah. Now, there might not be a lot of people here like that. But then there's the other group, and usually they're married to each other, that they lose their glasses on their face. Hallelujah. And they lose their keys in their hand and in their hand we'll just say hand not purse praise God amen she's a she's a pastor kid so she's used to me preaching amen other people preach about her amen but but we joke we joke because uh it is hey where's my glasses and I, I they're right there and uh where's my keys they're in your purse and uh, uh you know there's just those kinds of people and they get married amen and they they lose things like uh, i don't know where i placed it and you've got to kind of keep record of it now uh, my best friend is like this the, the the guy would lose himself if he uh wasn't himself amen and so uh, i remember always having to f uh, we were roommates and i always had to tell him he's i'm late for work man where's my keys where's my keys i'm like they're hanging up right where you put them and uh and oh man i i lost my glasses where's my glasses and uh they're they're currently uh sitting right where you left them on your nightstand and and you know you just kind of got to do that with some people but there is nothing more frustrating to any of us than to lose something when you need it the most hallelujah it's one thing you know there's people in this house that you've lost things that you don't even know you own. It's called your garage. <laughs> if you're ever looking for something, just go to your garage. It's probably there. Uh, you've, you don't think it's lost because it's not important, but when you are running late, running behind, you need to find your keys. You need to find your wallet. You need to find your kids. Amen. you got to find something because you need it at that moment, and there's nothing more stressful and nothing more frustrating than trying to find something when you need it. We are living in a world, amen, that is lost, amen, that is losing things that we 
desperately, desperately need in this hour. Amen. We are living in a world that, amen, has let go of some things. And yes, I know there's some people that it's like the garage. They don't care that they've lost it. But I'm not preaching to people like that. You came to the house of the Lord because you understand and recognize the world you're living in. We have lost things that we desperately, desperately, desperately need in this hour. I want to tell you, we have lost morals in a world that needs morals. We have lost respect in a world that needs respect. We have lost love, and it's grown cold in a world that needs love the most. We've lost ourselves, amen, when we need identity more than we ever have. We're living in a world that has lost their identity of what gender they are, and they've grown in confusion. And if there's ever been an hour to find the things that have been lost, it is right now. Oh, I think we ought to give the Lord some praise all across this building. Amen. We need to find the things that are lost. Amen. We are living in a world that is consistently losing things. Amen. Losing, amen, their moral compass. Losing, amen, their, 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 there's, there's a world out there that is losing their rights. Amen. Uh, that is losing, amen, their freedoms. That is losing their self-respect. That is losing their marriages. That are losing their kids. That are losing their health. And they're looking around uh, and they're searching for something that can help them find it. I want to tell you about our world. Our world is a lost world. Our world is, we are living under entropy and atrophy. That's, that means that things fall apart. Things decay. Amen. For all my gardeners out there, you got you to gotta replenish the nutrients in the soil because, amen, everything that is in your soil will take away from it. Amen. And then when you try to plant something good, Amen. It doesn't grow. Amen. But you, it, because there's some lost nutrients, they're no longer there. Amen. And that's how some people live their lives because their lives have become so depleted and lost of nutrients that now they're trying to navigate a, a relationship or a marriage uh, when their home life was a mess as a child and they don't know what to do because uh, the nutrients are lost. And there's some people trying to raise kids that they don't know because they weren't raised right themselves. And there's a lost uh, nutri nutritional value there and there's some other people trying to work uh, and do different things but they weren't taught or trained uh, work ethic and different things like that uh, amen we're living in a world that has got a lot of lost nutrients as well so now they're trying to do their best to plant in those areas this world is in decay. It's in chaos. Amen. The natural order of things is to fall apart. It's to fall back into chaos. And so the world is lost, and therefore humanity itself falls in that category. Now, it was not made that way. God did not intend for it to be that way. Amen. God intended for God putting man in a garden where it was beautiful. It was full. It was full of life and joy and peace and all these good things. But man... Amen. Decided that they were going to try something a little different. And it set us in motion in this position. Amen. Man came to a place where they themselves were lost. And when man ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that God told him not to do, you will start to see the next step of humanity. Humanity started hiding from God. Adam hid himself in the garden. 
hid himself among the leaves. And there are people, amen, that this is what it's like to be lost. We got a, a game we played as kids, amen, hide and seek. Amen. The world plays hide and seek with God. This is why, amen, we, we sing songs like Amazing Grace. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Amen. We are now the thing that is lost. Amen. The worst part about us being lost uh, is that we think we're right here. Amen. We think we're in this place right now. But when we start operating in life, the lost nature and the lost ways of God, amen, start showing up in the deficiencies of mankind. Amen. And we think, no, I'm, I'm found. I'm good. I've got it all together. But the truth is, brother, you're hiding and don't even know it. You're lost and you don't even know it. Amen. But I've got good news for you. The world plays games like hide and seek. But the kingdom of God plays games called seek and you shall find. <laughs> Praise God. We're living in a world that's a lot like the parable Jesus told. He told three parables, the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. Amen. The lost sheep is one out of a hundred. That's one percent. Lost coin, one out of ten. That's ten percent. And the son, amen, he might have been one of two sons, but he was all, amen, one son of the man. He was a hundred percent lost. Amen. Degrees of being lost. you got this, this one sheep that has lost his way. And the worst part about it is it's an animal. It doesn't know. It wandered off. There are people here today, you have wandered off, amen, and at first it seemed like you were just living life and grazing. You weren't trying to do it. It wasn't in your intention, but as you wandered away and wandered off, uh, you looked up and recognized the shepherd's nowhere near me. Uh, uh, my, my other sheep are nowhere near me. Uh, I feel you start to get scared, uh, lions and tigers and bears, oh my. You get out there in the middle of life and you start trying to figure out uh, what what you got to do and where you're going to go. And amen. The problem with those that have wandered off is they don't know how to get back where they came from. They, they, they got all the way out here, but they're lost in the middle of the wilderness. And they're thinking, I, I don't even remember the steps I took to get here. And they can't even reverse engineer what got them where they are. Amen. But I, I want to tell you, that's just the world we're living in. And the lost coin. Amen. Is an inanimate object by no fault of its own had been lost in the house. Amen. The worst thing about the inanimate object is it had no idea of whether or not it was lost. But we know. Amen. If you've ever lost anything valuable, you know. Amen. It is lost and it is valuable. It is lost and it has worth. It is lost. And the worst thing about the coin that's lost or let's bring it back to modern terms. You ever lost a $100 bill? Oh, praise God. You ever misplace a, a little bit of money that you put away? You ever lost your wallet? For those who don't carry cash and your cards are gone. Amen. You can't pay for your gasoline. You may not be able to pay your bills. Uh, amen. I want to tell you the worst part about the coin being lost uh, is that it, it, it's valuable even though it's lost, uh, but it is not usable while it's lost. 
And when somebody, even if they're valuable, even if they've got all this potential, while they're lost, the potential is innate. It can't be used. It's, amen, it has lost its purpose, but it maybe doesn't even know how valuable it is. Only the one that has the coin in its hand knows the value of the coin. I came to preach to somebody. The coin lost its purpose and didn't even know it. And finally, the son, he lost his relationship. But it was no fault of the father. The father did not want to lose the son. It was the son that wanted to, wanted the, wanted to get lost from the father. Amen. That son walked away. It was a willing act. He wanted nothing to do with his father. In fact, he said, Father, give me your inheritance. Well, inheritance has come when people die. And what he said was, you are dead to me. Amen. Give me that which will come to me at your funeral, but I'm not burying you yet. He took all that his father had given him. He turned his back on his father, and he walked off into a far country. Amen. And it wasn't until he lost the inheritance and lost the money and was living among the pigs and, and would have feigned to have eaten what the pigs ate that he realized, amen, how valuable that relationship with his father really was. Amen. I want to tell you that sometimes, uh, amen, it, it, it helps, uh, amen, in those moments uh, when we are all the way out there, uh, amen, to think back uh, on what God has done for us uh, and think back uh, to how good God was. And think back because sometimes it's only in those moments, uh, amen, that you can recognize uh, how lost you really are. Amen. I want to tell you, we don't always realize how lost we are. Until we see where we are, until we take a step back and realize, oh my goodness, have I really been living this way? You know, people do that. People live a certain way. And what happens, and the problem with this is they live a certain way for so long, it becomes normal. And they got dysfunctions that become normal. Hallelujah. Amen. And they start thinking, this is okay, this is right. But every so often, there's something beautiful about those rock bottom moments. Because it helps you take a step back from yourself and realize, oh, my goodness, I'm lost. Oh, my goodness, I, I don't know why I'm living this way. I, I have no idea how I got into this position. It's, there's something about that. Uh, amen, he's not like a coin that doesn't have any mind. Uh, he's not like a sheep that wandered off and, uh, amen, it's just being a sheep. Uh, he's a human being with a soul that has a brain that works, uh, and he was able to step back, uh, and he started using the brain God gave him. Amen, I want to tell you about repentance. Uh, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, but repentance is a change of mind, uh, and God gave you a mind, uh, sir. God gave you a mind, ma'am, uh, so you can use it, uh, so you can think it over. Sometimes you need to take an inventory of your life uh, and start, instead of saying, no, I'm fine, uh, I'm found, uh, everything's okay, you need to take an inventory of your life uh, and recognize, oh my goodness, uh, I lost some things along the way. I lost the inheritance. Uh, I lost my way. Uh, I lost my purpose. Uh, I lost, uh, I didn't lose my value. I didn't lose my sonship. Uh, I didn't lose the fact that I'm still, uh, amen, a sheep, uh, but I lost my shepherd. I lost the coin purse that I was meant to be in. I was lost. Amen. I lost the family in which I'm supposed to be a part of. I think we ought to pray all across this house. Oh, let's pray for just a moment. Come on. 
you got to take inventory. What have you lost? What have you lost? What have you lost over the last couple years? Amen. Because you've just been doing things a certain way. Well, maybe you can't reverse engineer it, but what have you lost that you wish you had back at this moment? What have you lost that you wish? Amen. I, I, I want to go back and get that. What have you lost that, amen, you really, really need right now? Somebody pray in this house. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, come on, let's pray for just a moment. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. The kingdom of our world, of this world, is hide and seek. It's lost. Amen. It's lose this, lose that. Just constantly in a state of losing, losing, losing. Now, they might look like they got it all together because when they lose one thing, they just move on to the next thing. But that doesn't stop the fact that they lost something. They lose this marriage, so they move on to the next one. And, and I'm not here to hurt anybody or beat anybody down. Amen. Uh, they, they, they lose this friendship, so they go find a new friend. They lose this job, so they go get another job. And it looks like everything's okay, but uh, there's some things that go beyond, uh, amen, that which is replaceable. There's some things that are irreplaceable. Amen. I want to tell you there's some things that are irreplaceable. You, when you lose your way, and I'm not just talking about your way. Uh, I'm talking about when you lose the way uh, and you get out of the path. Uh, amen. Because contrary to popular belief in this world, there's not many ways and there's not many paths. Jesus said, I am the way. And when you lose the way, uh, amen, you're just wandering, amen. When you lose the way, you might think you found, uh, amen, a yellow brick road, but it ain't leading you back to Kansas, honey. Uh, amen, you might have thought, uh, but I want to tell you, you're lost, uh, and you need to get back to the way. There's some things that are invaluable. You can't, amen, you can lose your way, but honey, don't forget you lost your way. I want to tell some folks that maybe you've walked away, amen, just recognize I walked away. I wander. Don't think you're making your way to the right place. Don't convince yourself that you know where you're going. Don't convince yourself that I'm okay. It's all right. No, you don't have a shepherd in your life. You're not surrounded by sheep. You're lost, and you out of the way. But I got good news for you in a world that's lost and out of the way, in a world that's lost in their purpose, in a world that's lost in their relationship. There's a king of a kingdom that's coming looking. Seek and you shall find. And God comes to seek and to save that which was lost. I think we ought to give God praise. You might be out of the way, but I've got a God that will come to where you are and put you on his shoulders and get you back in the way. I'm going to get you back to the sheepfold. I'm going to get you back to the barn. I'm going to get you back to the farm. I'm going to get you back to where you belong. Oh, somebody ought to give the Lord some praise. Come on, there's a good shepherd that gives his life for the sheep. Doesn't matter what he's got to fight. Doesn't matter what he's got to face. Lions and bears, I'll take them out for the sheep. Oh, somebody give God praise. Somebody give God praise. Hallelujah. There is a king of a kingdom, a shepherd that will look for the sheep that is lost. I want to help somebody here today that feels like they've wandered out of the way and they've already discounted it and they've already figured I'm as good as dead. At any moment, a scavenger 
a lion, a wolf, a bear, something is going to come out of this wilderness and take me out. I want to help you here today. Don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. I want to tell you what the sheep did. Bah, bah. It started crying out. And as long as you can cry out, uh, there's a shepherd that's listening. And there's a shepherd that's looking, that seeks and finds that which was lost. Man, we have a king that's like a woman that lost her money. Amen. I, I want to tell you, there's so many people that think, well, you have nine. All right. You got $900. Just forget about that one. <laughs> you got $90,000. Forget about the 10. You don't even like paying taxes. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. She lost the one. Amen. And we think, oh, it's no big deal. But that's not how the kingdom sees it. Amen. The world sees it. Ah, just one. Move on and focus on the 99. In the world, we've got a world where the majority rules. You got 99, just, just be thankful for the 99. Huh? But there's a king in a kingdom that says that's not how the kingdom works. Huh? Amen. The kingdom don't want 99%. The kingdom don't want 90%. And the kingdom certainly don't want 0%. Huh? I want to tell you what the king comes looking for. He comes looking for 100%. Hey, man, thank God, because sometimes we're the 1%. Sometimes we're the 10%. And sometimes we're at the 0% all the way lost. And God says, I'm coming for 100. I'm coming for 100. I think we ought to give God a shout of praise. I think we ought to give God worship. Because at one point, you were the 1. At one point, you were the 10. At one point, oh, somebody ought to give God praise. Hey, man. He doesn't just say, well, I got 90% of my income. Nope. He said, I'm going for 100%. Amen. And that thing was lost until a light got shined. I thank God for the day the light shined. I thank God for the day that a preacher preached and the word of God shined forth. Amen. And all of a sudden, the parts of me, the purpose that I had lost, amen, the potential that I had lost, all of a sudden, when that light shined and hit that coin, amen, I thank God for a preacher that came by and started sweeping. I thank God for a God that comes by and starts sweeping, sweeping some things out of my life, moving some things out of my life. Yeah, it might feel like your life's upside down, but what he's doing is he's looking for the coin that he lost. It might feel like everything's turned upside down, but sometimes you've got to flip the couch over to find what's under the couch, and you've got to shine your light so you can find that which was lost. And he said, I'm going to find that coin. There's some people, man, the woman looked until she shined the light, swept, moved things out of the way, and that coin reflected back. And finally, that son who was lost in his relationship that father watched that long road home until the son came walking down it. That father did not keep his eyes off the road because he knew it was just a matter of time. But let me tell you something we don't often talk about. That man owned a farm, and that man had cattle, 
Amen. And that man said, we're going we're gonna to have, amen, one day as I watch that road, there's going to come a day where my son, uh, that we have lost our relationship, uh, amen, that one day that boy's coming home, uh, and I don't want him to come home, uh, amen, and just come back to working for me like a servant. Uh, he told his servant, you find one of those cattle uh, and you start feeding it. You find one of those cattle and you just give it a little extra because not only am I going to wait, I'm going to get ready for a party. I'm going to get ready for a celebration. He didn't say grab any old cattle. He said you grab the fat one. You grab the one that got a little extra. You find the best because that son that was lost is coming back. Oh, somebody ought to give God praise. That boy walked back into that house. He said, oh, let me just be a servant. And that father said, nope. That's not how the kingdom operates. We don't take that which was lost and make it a little more found. Hallelujah. We don't take that which was lost and just clean it up a little bit. And we don't take that which, amen, it was lost and make it feel like it can fulfill only a part of its potential because it was lost for so long. The time is over. You missed out. I want to tell you that's not how the kingdom works. The kingdom has a principle that the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. When that sheep came back, they didn't butcher it. When that coin came back, they didn't throw it into a wishing well. And when that son came back, they didn't throw it into the servants' quarters and discount it like it was no big deal. I want to tell you what the kingdom does. When that which was lost came back, that shepherd found that sheep, put it on its shoulders, and started rejoicing for the one. Amen. There's people that would only rejoice uh, that they got 99 left. Uh, amen. 99 times they didn't fail. Uh, amen. 99 times uh, they were doing it right. Uh, but that king comes by uh, and says there was one time they failed, uh, but I got them back. Uh, there was one time they messed up, uh, but I got them back. Uh, there was one time they wandered, uh, but I got them back. And that woman... She didn't just mope and complain. She swept and she looked until she found that coin. And when she found the coin, I want to tell you what she did with that money. Praise God. That money was already lost. Might as well do something with it. Praise God. She called all of her neighbors and said, let's throw a party. Hey, Hallelujah. I think if you found an extra 10 grand, you ought to throw a party. Praise God. You find an extra 10 grand in your bank account, call me over. We're having tri-tip. No, never mind. We're having brisket. That's better. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. There's something that happened when she found that coin. Amen. She didn't just say, well, no big deal. Amen. In fact, I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm not going to tell nobody about it. In fact, she did quite the opposite. She went and found her friends. Amen. I want to tell you what friends are. This is a side note and good preaching. Friends are the people that don't, they're not, friends are not the ones that weep with you when you're weeping. Hey, you go find anybody. In fact, in the Bible, they had paid mourners. Yeah, that's a great career. If you're really good at crying on command, go ahead. Cry at other people's funeral. You don't even know them. You don't care. 
but you're going to get a paycheck after that. <laughs> Amen. Don't get you a bunch of friends that will weep with you when you're going through a trial. Oh, you know what they are? They're gossipers. Oh, praise God. I'm out on a limb. Somebody help me. The people that only want to hear about your problems are not your friends. They're gossipers, and they want all the juicy information about how you and your family struggling, about how you're struggling, about how your marriage is struggling. Amen. The people that only weep with you. Now, let me tell you what a real friend is. A real friend will weep with you. Absolutely. They'll pray with you. Brother Jonathan, lay hands on you. Say, come on, man. I know it hurts, but it's going to be all right. A real friend don't just weep with you, though. When you find something, you can call them and say, God bless Blessed me. I found what was lost. I got back that which I thought was gone forever. I recovered. I got better. I ain't broke no more. I got a new car. I got a new house. And a real friend, Brother Mark, will shout with you. A real friend will party with you. A real friend will rejoice with you. I found my purpose. I found my price. I found, I found, I found. They went out and found all their friends, and they had such a party, they couldn't just keep with their friends. When you're really excited, hey, Ben, you ought to find some people that you don't know and start telling them about what you're excited about. You know what sparks a revival in the church? It's not when you only talk to your friends and only have your friends over to eat. It's when you find somebody that don't know nothing about Jesus, and you start telling them. Let me tell you what Jesus did on Sunday. Uh, there was somebody that came in addicted to drugs, uh, but by the time they left, the nicotine was on the, on the altar. The drugs were on the altar. The alcohol was dumped down the drain. Uh, I want to tell you, those neighbors uh, will go from being neighbors to being friends. Because you invite somebody over to a barbecue, and praise God, they're going to be your friends real quick. That's another side note. Praise God. And that father... When that son came walking down, already had it in his mind. You've got to have a preparation. Amen. What are you going to do? Let me just say this. If and when everything works out the way you've been praying for it, hallelujah, do you got a plan? Or do you only got a plan to pray for another six months? Another six weeks. I want to tell you, we can't be like the church in Acts that kept praying and crying for Peter to be released. Because one day, Peter came knocking on the door, and nobody opened the door. I want to tell you what you got to do. You got to shift gears and have a plan for when your promise comes knocking, for when you what you lost comes back. You got to have a plan. Can I preach to you about the plan? Party when you find it. Party when it comes back. Party when it comes to pass. Party. I want to tell you, you got to have the nicest robe hung up and dry clean. Just having fun today. You got to have the nicest robe dry clean and hanging up ready. You got to have the grain in the barn for the fat calf. We don't do that no more. Get the gift card ready. Praise God. Get the barbecue warmed up. 
He said, we're going to get to, we're going to make sure that ring of authority that he took off when he left that house and threw it at my feet into the dirt and it got all dirty. We're going to make sure it gets cleaned up and polished so that when the sun hits it just right, they know and all the servants of my house know that that boy that just walked back in that looks dirty and filthy, amen, I want you to look past all the dirt and all the grime and all the problems and all the mess. I want to see you see that glitzing thing on his hand that reminds you whose child he is. I want you to recognize that this boy is not just any boy. This is the heir apparent. This is the child that's going to take over the farm. When you look at that boy, I don't want you to see his mistakes. I want you to see what I've been preparing for when he comes back. And finally, he said, you get some nice shoes for all the ladies. Praise God. Pastor said it. Get you some nice shoes ready. Amen. Get you some dancing shoes ready. Get you... Get you a party outfit. What would, what would happen? I want to tell you what faith really looks like. That's what faith looks like. Faith looks like I've got a plan when I find this sheep. i got some invitations ready for the celebration. Amen. When I finally get it, when I finally get the breakthrough, everybody got a plan to pray for the breakthrough. But do you got a plan for when the breakthrough happens? Do you got a plan for everything that was lost when you recover it? Can I preach to somebody? We know what to do when it's lost. Amen. We go searching and seeking. But do we know what to do when we find it? Church, it's time to turn the frown upside down. Get a smile on your face and say, God is going to do it. And when he does, I'm going to invite my friends to celebrate. I'm going to invite the neighborhood to celebrate. Somebody ought to stand and give the Lord some praise. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Let's give the Lord a shout. Let's give the Lord a shout. Come on, somebody ought to celebrate. You came in this building depressed, but when you find joy unspeakable and full of glory, you ought to party when you find it. You came in with anxiety, but when you find peace for your troubled mind, you ought to have a plan to give God praise. Oh, somebody give the Lord some praise. In every scenario, they celebrated. In every scenario, they celebrated. I think there's some folks, you need to get your, you need to get your celebration back. Hallelujah. Don't live for God like you sucked on a lemon for six months. Oh, pastor, it's a struggle. I hadn't heard that in a while, so praise God. I'm preaching this for a future time. Oh, it's just a struggle. You know, some people living from trial to trial. Trials happen, man, but so do mountaintops. So do celebrations. So do good things. Hallelujah. And, and, and there's some folks that just need to get that idea back. That the kingdom is, 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 is in finding that which was lost. But it's not just finding that which was lost. It's in celebrating when that which was lost is found. Now, we only want to relegate that towards when sinners come in and be saved, although that is inside the context and the text. Absolutely. We do rejoice. In fact, I think that's something we're really good at. When somebody gets a Holy Ghost, we get excited about it. Praise God. 
when somebody repents of their sins, we get excited about it. Heaven gets excited about it. Angels start dancing and celebrating. There's a party when people get right with God. But I want to tell you, there's also a party when things that are lost are found, whether it's a sheep or a coin or a son. Whether it's you lost your way, but you came to church today, and somewhere in the, in the service, God started speaking to you and nudging you, amen, how to get back. He put you on his shoulders and carried you back, uh, amen. You were, you were on your last day. Uh, you knew the enemy was coming, uh, amen. The lions, tigers, and bears, oh my, were about to get you. But in the middle of this service, uh, the Holy Ghost picks you up. You ought to celebrate. I walked in, feel like you lost your purpose, feel like you no longer have use. It might not have been today. It might have been in the last 10 years. You ought to celebrate when God starts shining some things your direction and you start reflecting back. You ought to celebrate when the Holy Ghost starts showing you where you lost your spiritual keys. You ought to celebrate. I want to tell you, we celebrate as much when somebody gets saved as we do when somebody gets blessed. Amen. I want to tell you, we celebrate just as much. Amen. When God starts picking people up and turning them around, we celebrate just as much when somebody that walked in hopeless and purposeless. Amen. I'm not talking just about visitors, but about saints as well. And all of a sudden, they walk in and God starts directing them. We celebrate when people came in with anxiety and depression. Amen. And God starts lifting up their spirits and carrying them out. Some people don't understand why we shout and dance. I want to tell you why some of us shout and dance. Some people shout and dance because that's just what they do. But some of us shout and dance because we're starting the party a little early. Do I got any folks in the house with a testimony? Just stand there, blink at me, and clap your hands. Praise God. You don't start partying when the party starts. Somebody in the house has got to start the celebration. Well, it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. And over on the other side, there's somebody else that's just feeding that cow a little more. Give it a little extra scraps because one day it's going to happen. One day it's going to happen. There's somebody taking the dry clean robe over to the dry cleaners. It hadn't happened yet, but it's going to happen. There's somebody that went out, got the streamers, somebody that got the balloons, somebody that got prepared to party at to celebrate. I don't know about you. I want to party before it starts. I want to celebrate before it starts being time for celebration. The party and event planning industry in America makes $3.2 billion. If you're looking for a business to start, just start planning parties. Praise God. In the kingdom of God, we're party planners. We'll rejoice with those that rejoice. We'll celebrate. The Bible tells us that David was at Ziklag and the enemy took everything. They lost it all. But the Bible declares that David prayed, sought the Lord, 
And, and God said, go, and you'll recover all. But I want to tell you about David. David just didn't just recover what he lost. Uh, the Bible declares that he took back, uh, amen, not only what the enemy stole, he, don't, he didn't just find what was lost, uh, but he recovered uh, even some things uh, of the enemy. Uh, and the Bible declares uh, that they started celebrating uh, and they started partying. The Bible declares the ark of God was lost, amen, to the Philistines. But when the ark of God came back, the Bible declares that while they marched every seven steps, David started dancing. Can I preach to some folks? Stop skipping the seventh step. Stop skipping to the eighth. Well, we're going to just keep walking with God. Just keep going. Every seventh step, celebrate that God brought it back. That God brought it back. I think we ought to celebrate in the house of the Lord. I think we ought to give God a shout of praise. Come on, has God helped you find anything? Has God helped you find anything? You ought to celebrate. Hallelujah. In fact, I want to open up this altar. Would you come down this way? I think we ought to open up this front. You ought to come with your hands in the air. I need some folks that are ready to celebrate. Well, it hasn't happened for me yet. Celebrate with the rest of us that it has. Come on, not every birthday party is your birthday party. Celebrate with somebody else. Not every anniversary is your anniversary. Celebrate with somebody else. Somebody ought to shout. Somebody ought to dance. Somebody ought to give God praise. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody ought to just start. Come on. There's some folks, you found joy, you found peace, you found life. You ought to just start tapping your feet. You ought to just start twirling around. Hey, but what are you doing? I found it. God helped me find it. And I'm going to party. I'm going to celebrate because God's good. I'm going to celebrate because it ain't over. I'm going to celebrate because I got 100% back. I think we ought to lift up our hands and just give God praise. I think we ought to give God praise. Come on. I want you to think about it. What has God recovered for you? What has God recovered for you? Celebrate This is what we've come to do. Tear down strongholds, break the chain. Find the devil in Jesus' name. Tonight we got a right. Come on, there's a party in the kingdom. There's a celebration in the kingdom. We found it. We found it. We found it.
the description of that wallet and yet there's some people that God has come by and said I found what you've been looking for I want to tell you what happens when you recognize that it was lost and was gone 
My joy was gone. My peace was gone. Couldn't sleep at night. Everything was falling apart. But Jesus showed up with it on his shoulders. Jesus showed up with it on his shoulders and said that which you thought was lost has come back. Something happens in the heart of an individual. They start getting excited. I got it back. I got it back. I got it back. You got a right to praise him. You got a right to praise him. 